Welcome to season four. Welcome to season four of this most unbelievable podcast. We open season four with a confession. We don't have a plan. We have no idea what's going to show up. Our podcast and every season is our place of invention. It's where we go to think and learn with each other and to open dialogue with our listeners. We look forward to another season of brainstorming and surrendering to what unfolds. Thanks, y'all. Now on with the show. our coordination that's right uh yeah and usually the thing that happens right after that is we stare at each other for a minute before one of us says hey Hey, paul (laughs) (laughs) and then we rock paper scissors to see who actually okay we did it begins the conversation yeah begin the conversation so that's what we did uh, a couple of weeks ago we ended up doing a rock paper scissors because we both spake spoke spoken at yeah. the same time. Yeah, I don't know. We spoke at the same time. Yeah, we yeah, spoke at the same right. time. And... Yeah. Ah, and you won that two weeks ago. I won uh, a couple of days ago, though. One. But one it, round. It both. Yeah, one round. So, yeah, there was a whole conversation there about, was that five? Was that four? Did the first one count? Yeah. Right, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're good at, we're good record keepers, apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good. Well, we kind of are. Because that's the whole point of why we're doing this, right? Yeah, um, this whole thing, this whole thing has been a record keeping. It's true. To, in, in some ways, in many ways, I would say it's been a record keeping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so today um, is an interesting day. So today is March 5th. March 5th. I know what I was doing at like three o'clock in the afternoon a year ago. What was it? I was sitting in my office waiting to find out whether you were going to show up to record a podcast. Oh, did I? You did. Yes. But you know why I said uh, waiting to see if you were going to show up? I mean, you always show up. If Paul says he's going to be somewhere, he shows up. I'm pretty reliable. Yeah. But um, in my calendar uh, on that date, I have PF and CLS record a podcast, question mark, question mark. And I find that really funny because it's like I didn't believe it was going to happen. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. You know, yeah. it's it's cool to find out that we did. We did. Yeah, that we actually did do that. So that's cool. We did. We definitely did that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think the question marks were for? Uh, I don't know. I think it's one of these things where I had said for a really long time, like, oh, it would be great to make a podcast. And I had talked about making a podcast with a lot of different people. Uh-huh. Um, but it never happened, right? It was always like this thing. Oh, yeah, we should totally, you know, like we should totally have coffee. And then you never have yeah, coffee. Yeah, then I never do. Person. We should do that. We should definitely do that. Um, and so I um, I don't know why I put it in like I didn't think it was going to happen. Hmm. Um, but I've been thinking a lot about like how secure I was in the fact that it was going to happen versus um, I think and you and I have talked about this. Um so I have my little artifact of question mark, question mark in the calendar. You accepted that invitation as well. Did I? Was it, was it a calendar? So it was yeah, like it was a calendar, calendar invite. It was, I think it was our first calendar invite. Oh, cool. Um, but then when you put in to the computer our first episode, uh, you labeled it in a way that I think demonstrated that you had faith, not only that we would record the first one. Oh, yeah. But that we would record a few after that. Yeah. I put a lot of zeros in front of it, didn't I? You did. Yeah. It's like episode 0001 or something like that. Yeah. Man, when I go, I go all in. That's right. Yeah. So I go all in. Yeah. So a year ago, we it was recorded. Episode, episode one, right? One. Yeah. A year ago today. Yep. Yep. About missing the point. Mm-hmm. Little did we know, <laughs> you know, that not five days later, right, the CDC would be declaring a pandemic and WHO would be, you know. Yeah, yeah it was about missing the point. I'm trying to think about what we were even talking about. Um, I've listened to bits of it since then. I mostly just pay attention to the audio. Right. I, I got to be honest, right? But uh, you read the show notes for what that episode was. 
um, what, about 15 minutes, 20 minutes ago, I guess. Um, and I remember it. I remember recording it. And I remember some of the things that we did talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here we are a little over a year later. Yeah. You know? Here we um, are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a year later. Yeah. A year later. Yeah. Exactly. A year right later. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, so in that episode, well, first of all, I think the reason we talked about missing the point, we kept coming up with that. We had had a, like, a, I think a longer conversation, like maybe the, the Thursday before or something. Yeah, it was, yeah, um, it was, it was um, inspired by a previous conversation, kind of. Right, right. Or and, plural, um, plural conversations. Right. I think. Right. All the ones we never recorded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this idea of missing the point, like, I think we just kept stumbling across it, right? Like, yeah. It even yeah. last, last year, it was also like it is now, it, we were in the middle of Lent or we had just launched Lent mm -hmm. and I was reading, um, I remember this cause I was talking to a student about it. Um, I was reading through, uh, this Richard Rohr, uh, Lenten devotional mm -hmm. and like, I think it was maybe the morning of, or maybe the morning before the topic had been missing the point. Oh, wow. Um, and so it felt like really on the nose. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. That is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So I wonder what was moving through both of us that made us, inspired us, encouraged us, I guess, to keep thinking down those those lines. I mean, it's, I mean, so much has happened since then. It's not easy to put ourselves back in the, back in the seat of where we were and where what our thoughts were like a year ago yeah like a year ago i mean god a year what's happened in the last year oh not much um but it i think it a lot of it for me just sort of came from just seeing the possibilities of other ways of being mm -hmm. and and how uh, structures in our environment because uh, I was talking about like our environment like classrooms and mm -hmm. like how desks were arranged in classrooms and things like that more on that later um, <laughs> now we're talking about how cubes are arranged on zoom uh, right. still lit columns and rows we've made no progress um, right. you know talking about like classroom design and stuff like that and what the quad was for when we all gathered outside in a big group on a college campus foolish foolish <laughs> um, but I mean what are you gonna do I mean who knew uh, who knew um, but yeah I mean it seemed to be there were a few things that were kind of not inspiring me but I was paying attention to where something wasn't meeting its full potential or intention um, right. as it was currently being being used. And therefore, it was like the point of it was being missed. Um, and the, the classroom example, I think, is the one that I really kept coming back to over and over, where why bother getting all these kids in this classroom and then not letting them talk to each other? It makes no sense. Right. The one, right. The one time when you have them all together and you're going to like literally engineer the room in a way that prevents them from interacting, you're kidding right they can't you can't just i mean you're really not just thinking they're all going to show up to listen to you talk and show slides who would do that right who would right. do it and yet and who would do yet. it right yeah well it's interesting so earlier you said something about other ways of being right yeah, yeah. um so i i think inherent in the idea that people are missing the point is like this nod to the idea that there are other ways of being like, mm -hmm. like there are other points to have have accepted. Um, how do you think somebody realizes that there are other ways of being other than the ones? Um, like what made you want to find a different point than everyone else? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, was it? It must have been some dissatisfaction at something. Mm -hmm. You know, it must have been some kind of dissatisfaction. A d yeah. Dissatisfied. In right. some way or another with the way things were as they were being observed by him. And it's like, I don't know, it's like, it, 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 must, it, it must have come from dis dissatisfaction. This can't be the way this goes. 
right. this can't this can't be what this was intended to do. This can't be. I mean, it's like looking at a drive like a drive through at a at a at a fast food restaurant and seeing people where like the lane is as wide as a car and somebody talks to a microphone and the microphone and the speaker are as high as your window and somebody walks through it bends over, talks into the microphone, listens to the crackly speaker, and then walks up to the window, which is car window height, uh, and takes something. It's like, that can't be what that is for. It can't <laughs> be what the drive through is for. It's like, that can't be used that way. That can't be the intention for this. Um, it just can't be. Mm-hmm. And and so um, no, knowing that, it and seeing other cases, like looking in a classroom and seeing chairs and columns and rows, all the students in the same direction, not interacting with each other. It's like, similarly, it's like, that can't be what this room is for. Right. That can't be the basis of an educational system. It just can't. Right. Well, I mean, I think that there's something that happens. And and this might have been one of the reasons that you and I ended up in so many conversations. I think that there's a certain, I don't know, something that happens for some people where they do look at the situation that everyone else is looking at and saying, why do we do this? Is yeah, this why do we the do only it? way? Right. And so I think you and I had had some early conversations that were like this, right? Like, yeah. um, you know, why do we use all this technology that's in our rooms, which is a hilarious thing now. Um, yeah. But like a year ago, we were talking about like, why do we use all this technology when all we really need to walk into a classroom is just a piece of chalk. Yeah, because that's the thing where it started. Yeah, a I little think bit so. was with a with a piece. Of, what do you what do you show up with to your classroom? And it was like a piece of chalk and a bag full of toys. Yeah, you know, because I might need a prop, and I don't know what's in the bag of toys, but whatever I need, I'll find something. I'll make it make it sort of work, and right. um, and that got a lot of. You know, I got a lot of traction out of that, out of that chalk and p- people have fond memories of it. Students have fond memories of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, going into classroom, lights off, projector on, bunch of slides, bunch of words, talking, person in the front, students facing forward, taking notes and trying to listen and not, it's like, that can't be what that is for. Right. It just can't be. You know, there's got to be a better way of doing this or right. a different way of doing this that might be a little more something i'm not sure what and the, the difference between this and the in the drive through example if you know there's cars the drive throughs make sense mm-hmm. you know it's with the college classroom trying to envision what that other way is is a little more elusive i think right i think so you know it's like clearly this is made for a car and you walk into a classroom and it's like well clearly this is made for something to do with student interaction but who knows what the nature of that really sort of is so it's 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 not quite as tangible right what the what the what the what what that thing is what the but what it, is. it's it's still this like this can't be what this can't be the best expression of this yeah it's interesting because um i mean i think we started there right we started with the idea of our classrooms um and i think over the last year we've we've stopped just looking at that and we've started looking at everything else uh-huh. um because i think right like that's the name of the podcast right like this most unbelievable life I think part of it is just kind of waking up one day and realizing like, okay, I've been going through the routine, Uh, you know, like I, I get up and I, you know, put my clothes on because I wear the clothes I wear because blah, blah, blah. And then I drive the car that I bought because blah, blah, blah to my job that I have because, right? Like we go through this ritualized existence. It all makes sense. Yeah. It It all makes makes perfect sense until you realize one day that you're asking really is this all there is right is this it is this the point is this the next 20 years of my life is this day after day after day right sitting in traffic and i remember that first episode like spending a lot of time thinking about um the fact that i'd gone through college so quickly um and that like for the longest time um like first it was like get the degrees and then it was like get the job and then it was like pile up you know, stuff on uh, the CV, right? Like mm-hmm. this idea that the PhD is really piled higher and deeper, right? Yeah, piled yeah. higher and deeper, yep. So for the longest time, like that was what I did. And like the goal was to keep adding pages to my CV. And then I think I really did just wake up one day and think, really? This is it? This like I'm full the... professor. Is this it? This Is this what I want? 
That can't um, be the point. You know, it can't this, be. Right. This can't be the point. Um, so then what is the point and what is a beautiful life if it's not lines on my CV? Yeah. You know, in wonder if you just kind of look around at the life that was being lived and just asking, how else could this be? Mm-hmm. Not not better, not worse. Just like, what's an alternative? If not this, what else? Right. And what might that look like? And um, when, you know, and I think we've talked about this a little bit on a couple of episodes previously, actually. Um, mm-hmm. If this was one way to to do this, what might others be? And what would the and what would the benefit or the change or the what effect for me? B, would mm-hmm. my general sense of happiness go up or would it go down? Um, would uh, what would the outcomes of things uh, be more or less? Would my general sense of happiness go up or would I just suffer more, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's just kind of this, a gener- this general dissatisfaction which leads to, well, what are some alternatives? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think what's inherent in that, right, is curiosity. Like, yeah. I think sometimes when I was stuck in the day in, day outness of my perfectly acceptable life. Yeah. Um, right. I don't think I was bringing a lot of curiosity to a lot of days. And this reminds me of like last week we were talking about, or maybe it was two weeks ago now, um, you know, the idea of like, well, what's so ma- bad about Monday anyway? Yeah, right. right. Like, um. I think I spent a lot of time like just grinding through, right? And so I wasn't waking up with any curiosity about the day, mm-hmm. right? Like, what will today look like, right? Like, yeah, what are the possibilities today? You sort of uh, knew. You just got to look at your calendar, right? right? Yeah. I, I had structured it and planned it. Um, no surprises. No surprises. Yeah. But I think part of uh, this idea of like wondering like, well, what else is there? Is, is coming to every day with like curiosity of like, well, what what am I doing today? And why yeah. am I doing it? And what else could I do? And for whom and for what? And, right. You know. Yeah. Is it is it the thing to be done? And uh, what is this getting us? And what is it not getting us that we're hoping that it will? Yeah. Where is it, where is it meeting expectation and where is it falling short? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, once, once curiosity is um, brought to bear on that, all kinds of things questions come up yeah yeah well and I think that that's one thing that I've really taken from the from the last year of specifically I think the last year of podcasting right like um the I think I am much more interested in curiosity um Mm. and just seeing where things take us right like um I I think previously I was very into like structure and order and predicting and Oh, control. <laughs> um, but I think I'm getting a lot more comfortable with like, well, well, let's see what happens. I think that's the base state of, of a lot of people. Because it's like, I, I, I did the same. You know, I, I probably still do in a lot of ways. I mean, I like to think that I have some control over, you know, what happens and, and how it goes. I, I'm learning as I live my life. I have far, far less uh, than I thought I did. Than I thought I did. Uh, <laughs> right. And you know, I mean, the story of my life is, and how can that be? How can I? How can that be okay? You know, how can I live with that in a way that that makes that okay? Um, Twenty-year meditation practice doesn't hurt uh, mm-hmm. when when trying to answer that question. How do how do I make that okay? Um, but uh, but yeah, that whole curiosity. So is is curiosity then? the driver of of this then you know we we put the we we kick the control person who's trying to make sure something happens in a particular way out of the driver's seat and we take curiosity and we put it in the driver's seat with a little authority to make some decisions um and uh sometimes the car goes in a different way than what you thought it might mm-hmm. a lot of car analogies today yeah drive-throughs Drive-throughs. Who's, who's driving? Life. Well, I am about to take a road trip, so maybe that works. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think um, being yeah, being kind of intentional about what we're putting in our driver's seat, is, I think that's a good analogy. Yeah, and I think that is a disruptive event because, I mean, a lot of times when 
and we were talking about this a couple of days ago, when um, we are doing things in very specific and particular ways, not questioning it, it's it's not that we're making the choice not to question it. A lot of times, I think he, he doesn't even cross cross the mind, right? That it's something to 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 consider. It's like, why am I doing this? And I don't I don't. Rem- it's like I got to be honest, Sherry. I don't remember if we did this on the podcast or for the workshop when, oh, we, yeah. when we actually had this conversation. They all sort of blur uh, a little bit, but um, it it requires uh, an initial. Sh- shock an ontological shock so to so to speak you know of well i mean going from this is what i do and this is my schedule and this is day in and day out to well this is one option what are others that requires ontological shock i mean it requires seeing your life as one whereas you are where you are now and it it has the possibility to go a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. and and that that takes you sort of out of the perspective of a bystander where we just, I mean, we were talking about Candyland earlier, right? Where it's like, it's not a game. Um, because you're right though, you know, and you know, your words better for on mine on this. You can, you can tell people why that is, um, why it's not a game, but it, it's similar in that it's like, it, it has, you don't have to play the game to figure out who's going to win. Right. Right. Yeah. It's an exercise in predestination. Um, but I do love Paul Sherry's voice. Uh, like all of a sudden I get It's not a game. Yeah. Sounds just like you. Sounds just like you. It's amazing. Sounds just like you. Yeah. Um, but, um, but that's what life feels like sometimes when we don't think about it. It feels like, oh, this happened. Interesting. Well, this is my obvious response to that. And I'll go back to living my life the way that it goes in these patterns of expectation and patterns of what we how we already know we're gonna react to things Mm -hmm. when they when they happen um if this happens i'm gonna do this and if this happens i'm gonna do that and um it's it does not always feel comfortable to put ourselves in a position where we give that leniency to be a surprise yeah well i think or to generate um a, a random element into that seems like it's a bad idea yet it it, it's interesting how it plays out when you give yourself that leniency to get some randomness in right well so i think our relationship with novelty is really interesting because right i think we need novelty right like the the idea of the same thing day in and day out like we know that there's so many things about us that hate that. Yeah, right. And yet at the same time, we kind of crave it because we also hate uh, chaos and we hate unpredictable life. Although we have established on this podcast that you are a chaos warrior, like or yeah. wizard, I think is not actually the word choice. I would use. Well, it's like, I think not by choice. I think it's by incompetence, but... Well. <laughs> persistence maybe it's, yeah. it's, it's like i'm gonna be a chaos warrior it's like you know if, if it, it it seems like yeah <laughs> some random things happen over here that yep. might be my fault so i will <laughs> embrace that and do my best right one yeah. day at a time over here one day at a time right but isn't it interesting like that tension i mean i guess this is part of like what's so interesting about like humans in some ways is like we crave novel experiences and we craze uh, routine at the same time. Yeah. And so we have to kind of figure out how do we strike that balance between the two things? Because, yeah, you know, we, we kind of live at the tension between those two kinds of experience. Yeah, we do live at that tension. Um, and I think a, a big part of that is because we live with, we live with other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and there's a whole conversation here about, you know, habits and, habits of groups and I mean and we've talked about this before I wake up and you know we have a cup of coffee and we've done that every day for the last 20 years mm-hmm. and it's unlikely that that will change uh, for a variety of reasons not the least of which why would it right um, and when I went on coffee for when I went off of coffee for a week because I was on a meditation retreat, I was like, "Oh no, maybe I'll think about it. Maybe I'll maybe I will just kind of give up, give up coffee, and maybe we won't go back after those routines." I think it lasted like a two days, and it's yeah. like by the second day back, it's like, mm, "Good morning, time for co- time for coffee." 
I'll let you know when it's done. Uh, and it, it was sort of a renormalization based on uh, shared experience and I don't want to say expectation, shared experience and participation in a community event. And mm-hmm. that has a, I don't want to say, an, but kind of an averaging, fa- averaging effect. Right. You know, and it's not, I don't think it is being a, a sheep. It's not just like going with the herd. There are participatory events that unite us. Right. And a cup of coffee in the morning is one of, in one of them, or tea, in many cultures. Um, gathering around the fire at the end of the day and eating hot, salty meat has been one for the last 100,000 years, if not more, in human history. Right. You know, and it's like, I'm going to be a disruptor and I'm going to be unique and weird and I'm not going to eat that at that time. I'm going to do something else. And they're like, okay, good luck. And yeah, it's like, you're, yeah. you're not doing something fun or, or novel at that point. You're just missing out on dinner. Right. And it's, it's, you lose more than you gain. So, I mean, there's an element of that that goes into it as well. I mean, when one does, does decide to, you know, question things and, and try some things in some different ways, you know, is something gained or is more lost than is gained? I would say in that case, more is probably lost. Right. Than is well, gained. Not participating in morning coffee more was lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think part gained. of it maybe depends on how much change or how much novelty we're seeking and for to what end, right? Like, um, you know, one of the things I think we know is that, you know, novelty and... um and the pain associated with novelty uh-huh. is required for learning, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. You have to get uncomfortable to learn, right? Yeah, like you have that, to. It's part of the it's it's part of the process, right? And so maybe part of the tension between that novelty and that like per- predictability is that because of the pain associated, we can only learn one thing at a time, right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can. I think. I think. I wonder. I wonder, too, if that's why college is so hard, because you're trying to learn such different things in such different places all at once. And yeah, it's everything too much. feels it's too much. painful. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's too much. Um, and uh, less is more. Mm-hmm. Less is more. Um, and how you learn it is important. And the applicability of what you're learning is important. And the manifestation of what you're learning is important. All considerations for that. But I mean, we see these kids who like jam as much stuff in, and adults, right, who jam mm-hmm. as much stuff in as they can, taking a million credits a semester. And it's like, they're not going to remember any of this. They're not going to have practical application for any of this. And sure enough, right, a lot of that is just sort of dumped at the end of the semester to make room for more junk. Um, and it's like, it shows up on a transcript as like a 4.0 or whatever it is that did a good job. But what what was really gained here you know when i see a 4.0 i don't see somebody that worked hard i see somebody who was never tested mm-hmm. yeah right right you know yeah. give me a good give me a good three two three three any day right i mean it's, it's so interesting how arbitrary like we talk about this all the time this one i think we did talk about this on episode one maybe it's like grades are stupid grades are stupid just- <laughs> right like uh, and we were on a call with some students like right before we recorded yeah, this yeah. where I think we said literally Grades that thing. Stupid. But I think that's part of why they're stupid. Like, um, And it's it's kind of related to what you've been saying uh, near in proximity to me for probably as long as I've known you. Like tests don't tell you what you want to know. Yeah, right. Um, and I think grades don't either. And so um, I think grades tell you how you know, how you performed in the ritual of learning. Yeah, right. Um, or the kabuki, education. The kabuki theater of college, you know. Right. But they don't actually reflect what we actually learn, no. right? Like, No, not one um, bit. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Um, grades missed the point. I th- I'm pretty sure we talked about that a year ago. Yeah. If, if we if we didn't. We missed the point. We missed the point. Yeah, because it, it is. Um, and I get it, though. I mean, I get why grades are a thing. I mean, I understand what... what, what I don't know what to. I don't know if what to call it. The system, the whatever, is trying to do. Um, I, I really do. I just wish there were other ways to do it. And um, but this is this is getting some traction though. Um, within others, I think a lot of a lot of elite and I shouldn't say not so elite other colleges and universities are starting to ditch the ACT and the SAT as a as an entry metric. Uh, mm-hmm. For exactly this reason, well, a variety of reasons, not the least of which, you know, um, seems like there's some pretty curious little 
discrepancies, <laughs> yeah. socioeconomic, racial, whatever, right? And, and how this test is written and what those scores actually represent. But if that is true, it is missing the point because mm-hmm. it, it's not, that number doesn't indicate what, what it's being interpreted to indicate. Right. Neither does that letter. Because um, right. when you think about what is college for, to make us good citizens, to make us informed citizens, um, to show our mastery and our excellence over a subject, you know, I, I got 102 students who don't remember a single thing from 101, yet they still got an A because mm-hmm. they performed well in all the stuff. And so clearly something is not working as intended. Right. A, a, well, point, a point is being missed somewhere. Well, yeah. And I think part of that is like if you... I think your perspective on why we educate people at the collegiate level is different from what a lot of national conversations about the purpose of college. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like I, I think we're moving away from even talking about college as being the thing that creates a good citizenship. And we're instead talking about it's the thing that gets us jobs. Yeah. Right. It's the thing that helps America compete with other countries regardless of the health of the individual citizen talk yeah, about it, missing the point yeah it does um because i mean we've you know read the job applications entry-level position doing something you know pretty pretty straightforward a, a bachelor's degree master's required really you know you don't need to you don't need yeah. you don't need that um and uh so it's it's used as a as an entry point as a barrier as a filter as a as mm-hmm. a sieve to yeah. sort of strain out, you know, to make to I don't know what to mm-hmm. predispose a particular population demographic to an economic outcome, right, right. Uh, as unjustly as that might be, that and it it doesn't sort of really matter if um, that was the point of the college education. That's how the college education is being used, right, right, right? for whatever the point was. You know, uh, it's being used. It's being used that way, and mm-hmm. it and you know arguments are made. Oh, but it shows they they can organize. It shows that people can manage their time. Yeah, maybe, sure. um, maybe. Yeah, there might are there are there other ways that are less expensive. Yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. Are there and other I, you know uh, are yeah. there other ways that are more accessible to people who are in, in that advantageous position right. to be able to show you know and the answer is maybe but we're not going to use it or no right well and i think these questions point us back to this idea of curiosity like right like so we the two like so the questions you're posing are requiring that you look at the educational system and say huh so here's what our society's doing is that the only way is that that the only way is that what we want to be up to yeah Hmm. Hmm. curiosity continues to be this theme yeah is that what this was built for yeah. To stratify the population, because that's what it's doing. Yeah. So on our episode about missing the point, we, I think, came to the conclusion that there were at least two points for us. This is how I remember it. Okay. I remember that we concluded that community and connection were the point for us. Remember that? Remember Do you that? stand by that a year later? Um... Uh, softball question. Yeah, it is a softball question. <laughs> fast pitch, <laughs> fast pitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, Paul has decided could. he would not like to pay, play yeah, softball I, with me. I didn't. I didn't know you could throw a softball that fast. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I. I. I do. You know mm-hmm. the the interesting my my hedging on that. Yeah. I think is. Um, that seemed fun in games when easy is easy to do. You know, this year has been one of that very supposition being tested. Right? 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 Like, <laughs> it was like, go hang out in the quad because community is important. And then like four days later, it's like social distance, wear a mask, don't touch your face, six feet, everybody. It's dope. You know, if I would have waited, if we were, if we would have waited five days before we recorded that, it would have been an interesting, interesting conversation. Um, yet I'm glad we did though, because it was a benchmark in time in history. It was a benchmark in history. It's sort yeah. of a, a, a golden spike. Do I still stand by that? That community and connection is important. Yes, although the look of that has changed. Yeah. The look of what community and connection represents is a little bit different. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Yeah. It is, um, it's almost like we challenged the universe, right? Like, yeah. what's important? Like, right? Like, how smugly we just sat there, like, we had it figured all out. Like, um, it is, you know, the, maybe this is true of all, like, looking back on everything that I did, like, a year mm-hmm. ago. Um, all I can see is how my cha- my thoughts have changed. Right. Um, and so another thing that I think about when I think about that first episode is how my relationship with certainty has changed. Like mm. I was so certain mm. community and connection were, the, and I mean, I still value those things. Yeah, totally. But I think the pandemic has made me see how complicated those issues really are. Um, and so like, yeah, I think community and connection are great, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to add a couple of other C words like certainty and curiosity also yeah. feel pretty important at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can't make a case against community and connection. No. You know, it's like, you know, I think you're wrong. These are the nine reasons why community is be. It's like you can't make a case against it. Right. Like I'm going to tell know? you, you can pick one, Paul, community yeah. or connection. Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, that would be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it you can't make a case that those are not a good idea. Mm-hmm. But what this what this pandemic has done, I think, is forced us to sort of reckon with what that what those words really mean. Because I think that's what's changed within me is what that means. Yeah. Um, when I my definition a year ago that I came up that I would have come up with is probably a little different than the one that I would offer now. Obviously. Mm-hmm. With statements of physical proximity removed from from the definition, right. out of by out of necessity, it's like, well, if you're going to do it at all, and I suspect you will, because that's what our species does more than anything else, is pick pick fights, wreck stuff, and have community. <laughs> you know, um, it's going to have a different look when there's a pandemic. Well, I mean, we might even say that we we do those things to have community. Yeah, yeah. We wreck stuff so. for the so. sake of our community. Tribalism, a little tribalism going yeah. on. You know. Yeah. How would you define connection at this point? I'm not, well, I was hoping you were going to say community because I don't know how I would have defined it at that point. Um, connection. Um, I don't know. I might have to pun on that one. Um, Mm-hmm. It's it's elusive. It's elusive. Um, That's why I always ask I, the question. Yeah, yeah, clear. yeah. Right. I mean, I know how I would diagnose it. Um, whether or not I am, I do have a connection with someone. Um, a, a, a relationship where some intention is is made on a you know within an existence. You know, and not, and doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every month, but where there is a shared, I don't know if it's shared or not, you know, um, uh, known appreciative relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that, I mean, that might be as specific as I can get. Um, if, if, if there's another person and you know, there's another person, you appreciate that that's a person and there's an intention to not stop that. Mm-hmm. That might be the most loose, open discuss, uh, definition that I can sort of come up with. Yeah. I have a relationship with this person, whatever that might be, and I intend to keep it. Right. For, and I think, I think, I don't think that's the definition of connection. I think that's evidence of a connection. The definition is um, the felt sense of what that is um, that makes you come to that conclusion. Right. Yeah, I've been trying to think of how I would define it. Whatever it is that makes me say that, uh huh, and or to have that consideration, is connection. But <laughs> connection makes me connect. Yeah, you know, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Right. 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 Well, so I've been thinking connection requires overcoming some felt separation. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could go with that. Um, a little bit of loss of loss of duality, a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. This concept of usness, yeah, um, which is part of it, um, other than a, one person and another, right? Maybe you know some mathematical aspect of an emergent an emergence of something, right? Shifting to we. Yeah, an emergence of something unique when when shift to we when there's yeah. a shift to we. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like yeah. there's 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 one person, there's another person, and when they're together, there's a we, and something different happens. Mm-hmm. Because that's not always true. Right. Well, I mean... That, that doesn't some, happen every time. Right. In some ways, I think that that's very much also related to what's happened on this podcast over yeah. the last year. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. um, like a year ago... Paul recorded a podcast a year ago. Sherry recorded a podcast. Yeah. And I think now Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Yeah. It's one word. Um, I mean, you can hear that at the end of every episode. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. And it is emergent. There is a lot of emergence that comes out of this, um, the podcast that you and I have. Mm -hmm. And, um, the the ideas kick around, you know that that we do predate the recording of this. I mean, so oh, yeah. we did not record the first thirty five episodes, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? They're lost to the ether, yeah. um, or or whatever microphones are bugging my office or yours. Um, yeah, we didn't record the first thirty five episodes of this. You know, it only it only got to where it was a year ago. I mean, what makes a year ago unique is that it's like, hey, we should let's record this and see what happens. And I wonder if anybody would listen and why not? Why not? You know, try something new, do something different. And, and thus the podcast emerged, but these ideas that kick around evolve mm-hmm. um, and they evolve by, by virtue of the fact of the connection and the, and the conversation that happens. Yeah. Well, and, and I the think unique that... perspective, I mean, the unique perspectives and willingness to share them. Right. Right. With each other. Yeah, and I mean, I think that that's, even as I listen to how our season openers have changed, right? Like, yeah. by the time we got to season four, it, it felt like we, and it, again, it it really did shift to at some point to a we, right? Like, yeah, um, right. we were using this, and we still use this as a place of invention, and that became yeah, really true, right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm glad we have listeners and I love our listeners and I love having conversations with our listeners about what they get from listening to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric listened to it the other day, by the way, and he said oh, yeah. that the audio quality has really come along. So yes. Paul. Yes. yes. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad we have listeners, but I think sometimes I think about other podcasts that I listen to where it feels like the performance in front of people is the point i and so because of that it's scripted and it's it's very much written for an audience um i'm glad we have an audience but i don't think of that as the central purpose of this podcast it's not and you know we 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 uh, listeners may have noticed that we have not yet had a guest on this on this podcast, right? Um, we it, for we no don't think lack it, of volunteers. No lack of volunteers. Yeah, it's not because there's not any volunteers. Um, it, it's just we don't we don't see this as an interview, right? Show and you know I listen to a lot of awesome podcasts that are fan freaking tastic that are interviews. Um, rattle them off: Tim Ferriss, you know Joe Rogan, you know, Rich Roll. You, Bell, you know i mean there's there's tons there's tons um i mean we're also not a procedural police history narrative podcast right based on on real live events we're not that either you know um so the the definition of what this is i think or the description of what this is has become a little more clear you know will we ever have a guest on this podcast i don't know maybe if we start having guests i don't know we we might just have a different podcast that, that does right. that, you know, um, because such uniqueness comes out of this one. This is, you know, this is more like, you know, watching Jackson Pollock paint than it is about, um, uh, what's his name from the joy of painting Rob Ross, 
right? Bob Telling Ross. You, yeah, Bob um, Ross. Bob Ross. I think it has committed a sin by getting his first name wrong. I was close. Um, you know, telling you what he's going to paint and how he's going to paint it and then painting it. I mean, that's not right. how, that's not how this rolls. Well, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about the Jackson Pollock uh, reference because you know he did he like to urinate on his paintings. Yeah, so. no, he wasn't the he wasn't the <laughs> role model that we we always let's go with Mark Rothko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that didn't end well either. So. Oh, that's Just, true. <laughs> Uh, I had all, all of these. Well, what 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 gives one the ability to paint such abstract and unique things? It's well, pretty quirky, right? A lot of times, but yeah. So uh, I feel like we're doing a little more of an impressionistic painting than we are a uh, pre predefined one. We're not doing Dutch portraiture here, right? I th- um, yeah. Although there is some very great Dutch portraiture out there that I enjoy <laughs> looking at quite a lot. You know, quite a lot. Um, right, but that's but that's what this is, though, and um, the uniqueness of what what this podcast is has always been front and center and at the fore, and you know, and I get it. Some people dig it, some people don't. It's fine, mm-hmm. you know. Um, believe me, we're not the only podcast out there. By shocking far, um, true, and uh, so much unique development of um, the way that I think about things. I think has come out of this podcast just by taking this first initial seed of missing the point and moving to moving moving forward and when what i've come to um come to learn is that with that first episode of missing the point it's not necessarily me saying that everyone else is and i got the right idea and everybody else is wrong it's am i missing the point you know and what is what is the point for me mm-hmm. and what is my point and um how can i use what's before me to do things for myself so it's it's not a everyone else is doing it wrong and i'm doing it right it's i i see uh potential for something that i like to bring some curiosity to to Mm -hmm. see if there are other alternatives that might do something different more or less or equally in line with what how it's already already being used and sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes the answer is no I wasn't missing the point that is the point and it works well awesome mm-hmm. move on right <laughs> it doesn't not, not everything has to end in chaos right right and discomfort you know for myself and everyone not, around me right not even for the chaos wizard right I like that I like wizard better than warrior yeah, yeah. Both exist within the Her- Heroes Quest game. They do. But neither of them are heroes. Yeah, we'll get to that. We can change that. Uh, yeah. So what do you think? Well, that's an open-ended question. Softball. What do I think? Right, softball. Yeah. yeah, so how do you how do you look back on that original Missing the Point topic and your place in it? Yeah, I... Um, boy... Um, oh, what was that? Too hard of a question? Want me to throw an easier <laughs> one? <Is> it... <laughs> uh, I said it was a softball. You waited a whole year to give me that. Yeah, I've been, st- um, I've been waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been storing it up. I mean... <sighs> I'll get her with this one. <laughs> he planned this for a year. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> my plans are coming to fruition. Revenge is a dish best served cold, right, Spiegel? See, I told you the Chaos Warrior or the Chaos Wizard wasn't the hero. <laughs> Look at you. You're a villain. I was all along. <laughs> Pull off you're my a... Scooby-Doo mask and there's, you know, a crotchety old guy underneath. There's just another mask and another how do you, mask. Yeah. How do you relate to that? Missing the point. Uh, <sighs> the, con- the specific... Episode or concept? A year on. A year on. Um, well, I don't know. I've been thinking about how I relate. To who I was when we recorded mm-hmm. um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's interesting about that, hang on, is I write every day. Oh, yeah. yeah in a notebook, do. right? Um, so I just happened to feel that this was underneath my feet. So one of the things that I did this morning, knowing that we recorded a year ago, uh, and to be clear, I am not going to read from this on this podcast mm. or any podcast ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so a year ago... Like, I wrote morning pages the morning that we recorded. I didn't even mention the podcast because, again, remember, I had question marks. Was this even going to happen? Who knew? Um, But then I wrote about it the morning after uh, that we wrote about or that we recorded. And one of the things that I really wrote about um, was basically listening to my own voice. Mm. And so 
for me, the point in my head of this podcast a year later is the point is that it has allowed me to get comfortable with the sound of my own voice. Oh, cool. I think that's what I would say. Um, so like my thoughts the, the day after were very much like I listen to myself and I don't sound nearly as stupid as I thought I was like it's that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But my you voice know, isn't for... stupid as all. Neither are the words that I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in a lot of ways, like what we do on this podcast has been what I think I've been kind of most afraid of for the longest time, hmm. um, which is putting my voice out there. Um, I specifically say in it um, that I'm all talk and no action hmm. um, a year ago. Uh, and I and I talk about all these things like, you know, I always say I'm going to do things and I never do them. And I say things like, you know, I wanted to take a trip for spring break, but I'm not doing it. I'm just sitting right. at home again. Um, and it's so interesting because now a year later, um, like this morning, I was the one that wrote to you. I was like, you know what? We should go on YouTube this morning because that sounds like a... Yeah. Like a terribly risky office, thing. I'm like, do. okay, right? <laughs> um, and then when we finish this up, I'm gonna hop in my car and I'm gonna yeah. go on a trip, right? Like uh, a socially distanced trip to the woods, but right. still, right, right, right. Um, so I don't know. I think I think that this has been really interesting, um, and that I I don't know what the point I thought. Uh, the podcast was going to fulfill like I honestly yeah. I think I just liked hanging out with you and I was like sure I'll talk to you first. yeah yeah we had well we had so many cool conversations you know before yeah. that, that again didn't make it onto the show because we didn't press the button on them because we didn't have buttons to press because right. what are you gonna do yeah yeah what are you gonna do? um but I think now I think part what I've really seen is being at least the point of this uh the point of talking like is to yeah like um See what we can see. Stay curious. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we bounce stuff off of each other all the time. And sometimes it's stupid. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's pretty good. And uh, sometimes it's pretty interesting and leads to some some other neat new thing. You know, what, you know what I'm really curious about, though? Hmm. And this is one of those just goofball hypotheticals that you can never know the answer to. Um, oh, I might I wonder, I wonder what this episode would be about if there wasn't a pandemic. I wonder if this episode would exist if there hadn't been a pandemic. Yeah. It's like if, if this had played out uh, in, in different circumstances, what would episode 54 be? You know, if, if it wasn't. Yeah. Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> I mean, that's what because that's what the entire trajectory of the podcast was, was episode one. You know, we're missing the point and let's try something different. And then we get sideswiped by a, a pandemic. And it's, it's like ever since then, it's been, well, that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Who knew? You know, that was, yeah. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Uh Looks like we're going on on Zoom, so. Right. I mean, you know, the thing is, is like we would have learned things, right? We would be here. Well, again, like I really am discovering the fact that like you have always been optimistic and I've like, and I'm still demonstrating this. Like who knows if this even would have happened? Like, I don't know. We might have done three episodes like, and gotten bored. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. you like have such like, I don't know if it's hope, optimism, like what? But like you're like, well, obviously this would still exist. Obviously this will be going on. Right? Um, but I think yeah. So if I uh, agree that indeed it would have persisted, I mean we would have learned, we would have grown, we would have found some other. I think the people that we are would have still come through the year with curiosity. Um, but what our values would have looked like? Yeah, I a don't year know. later, I don't know. I don't know. And that's not to say that like, oh boy, I'm so glad we had a pandemic because look what it did. Yeah, right, right. Um, it's been so fruitful look for what us, it did. right? Well, boy, yeah. But, Half a million Americans are dead. Right. Um, but I do think it is interesting to see how the fact that we are living through that and that um, 
the entirety of our podcast has existed within that world with the exception yes. of the episode we're reflecting it's on like right we now. couldn't have timed it yeah we couldn't have, we couldn't have timed it any different you know right. it's, it's absurd it's absurd it's like well after 48 years finally we're gonna start doing a pot and there's a pandemic right it's like well five days later it's like well hell yeah so- well- <laughs> And the main reason that made me sad. I'm going to let some pesky pandemic get in my way, though. Right? Right? The main reason that made me sad, though, I mean, there were a whole bunch of reasons. I shouldn't say, like, this is the only one. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. But, like, what's terrible about starting a pandemic in a podcast is everyone stopped commuting. So, like, I I don't listen to podcasts like I used to. Me either. Yeah, me either. Right? And, um... I think it was last night Eric was saying to me like, oh, I'm so sorry I don't listen to your podcast on a regular basis. And I'm like, how many podcasts are you listening to on a regular basis? You know, I listen to two, right? Like I listen to Call Your Girlfriend, which is yeah. my favorite yeah. podcast outside right, of right. ours. Um, and I listen to Help Me Be Me. And that's it. Mm. Like the others like you mentioned Tim Ferriss every now and yeah, then I'll pop over there. Yeah, but, he's got some pretty good guests on. Yeah. You know, uh, he goes long though. His I mean he's rocking 2 and 2:30, you know, right. 3 hours sometimes on some of his. Yeah. And who has like that's longer than a Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean it used to be that it used to last me like 2 or 3 days of commute time. Now it's like I'm listening to the same episode for 2 weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> now cuz I'm never in my car. You're listening to the same episode that you were when you started the pandemic. Yeah, more, most of my podcasting that I listen to went from being in my car on a commute to mm-hmm. um, laying in bed when I either wake up early or when I'm going to sleep. That's yeah. it. Doing the dishes that's, or something. It's like, that's it. And I, yeah. I mean, not everything has made it along with me. I mean, I used to listen to a few more mm-hmm. than I do now. Like you know, we've been sort of saying in summer, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to look at these and think of myself as a podcast listening failure. I, I mean, I, I pared down the list. Yeah. Of what I really listen to, so I don't just get so shockingly backlogged that it that it that it you know that it uh, makes me question my. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say here, right? Question my uh, supporter of fellow podcasters. I don't know. Right. You know, I listen to a few uh, Joseph Goldstein. I like and right. Uh, you know Jack Cornfield, obviously, because I drink that yeah. punch a lot. And Rich right. Roll, I've talked about that a million times. Yeah. Rob Bell, I like too. He's 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 a he's very good at everything that he does. He's a good writer, good speaker, good. Right. Interesting guy, creative. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're all great. Um, I I think that that's. I mean, that's kind of what's interesting. Like I, you know, I. I love podcasts. I think it's a great medium, but, um, you know, if, if you're interested in a variety of them, because there are so many good ones, yeah. you do end up with this backlog. Um, yeah, you do. There's cause there's zillions of good ones. There's zillions. Yeah. And I always try to tell people, um, you know, people will be like, Oh, I'm trying to keep up with your podcast, but I'm only on episode four. And I'm like, Oh, skip. Like just yeah, we're mm. far more interesting in the forties. Like they get better as they go. Right. Yeah. Like, don't listen to episode not eight. just not just the audio right they get better as they go but especially the audio. yeah, yeah. we started doing that though so we started to, to to link some of the related previous episodes in the show notes so we started doing that a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. so as we started to notice some links were getting made we had enough episodes out that we're starting to see some connections within sure. the episodes yeah um that we've recorded so if anybody is interested in uh if you get if you get if you if you're digging the topic yeah. Right. Um, there's usually a couple other episodes um, in the show notes that uh, we only started doing that a couple of episodes ago. I know, but right? now I'm that, thinking that, like that we harken, can really turn this back. into like a choose your own adventure thing. Yeah, like right. pick any episode, start with it, and then that will recommend the next two episodes you could listen to. And yeah, then that yeah, one, totally. Right, and it could be like a whole labyrinth. I guess we're gonna have to start like meta tagging our. Right. Podcast. To get really complicated. That sounds yeah. like something you can work on. It does not sound like something I'm going to work on. It sounds <laughs> like complicated work to me is what it sounds like. Yeah. That sounds like something we don't need to do. No, we don't need to do that. We got enough. We got enough yeah. cooking. Um, so this is the penultimate episode for the fourth season. The one that comes out, the sleep episode, uh, is going to come out the week after, and then the next episode after that is episode one of season five. Sherry, I'm sure you've thought a lot about this. What is episode? What is season five gonna? 
season five. We have never talked about. We have this. not talked about it at all. But I think, oh. or we did start this seasonality thing when we talked about right spring because we had we had i think we have an episode called like welcome to spring or something like that when we started yeah. to talk about um spring's coming up winter's almost over it's time to start thinking about um days getting longer a little more warmth what what seeds are we going to try to grow right yeah and i think that yeah, we had an episode about that so of course we'll link that one on that on that day but just, um, don't be surprised, you know, if we if we start rehashing a couple of these concepts because, yeah, spring is coming. It's undeniable, right? And we're in a different place than we were a year ago. What seeds are you going to plant? Right. Well, you know? and I think that was the beginning of this. And by this, I mean Paul and Sherry Enterprises. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. Cycles, like, right? Like we, yeah. life Paul goes Cherry in Industries. cycles. Yeah. So going back makes a lot of sense. Um, I really am disappointed, though. Like, you yeah. handed me that. I could have said episode five or epi- series five season. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, season, season five. five. Yeah, I, I could have said it was about anything. Five. I could have been like, yeah. So Paul has agreed to an entire season d- talking only about the musical Hamilton. Look forward to that. I missed yikes. it. I missed yikes. it. Yeah, yikes. Um, but you've, you've said before the one episode that we didn't record that you wish we would have was the cycles conversation. We might have to get around to doing that. Yeah, because that that was like the conversation before. That was like the last conversation before we pressed a button, wasn't it? Or was no. it? Am I, am I mistiming? No, that was that, an early one. That was that, when I was still interviewing for the position. That yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was your interview, right? You got the job. I got the job. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now Paul Sherry and, and Paul have, have a podcast. podcast. <laughs> We do still have that conversation. Like, who, whose name goes first? It really, we really do a 50-50 situation on it. Just about everything that we do. Well, what's funny about the name thing is every time I write, I put your name first. And I think you usually do the put opposite. my name first. Yeah, yeah. I do the opposite. But for me, like, I just think it's it's always... So, the day before we recorded our first podcast, I went around campus to a bunch of people and was like, totally um crowdsourcing like what sounds better paul and sherry or sherry Sherry and paul Paul. yeah i remember that and i just like and almost everybody i asked was like well who cares what sounds better you should go first because feminism i I agree i totally i know i know know. i know you were amongst those that yeah i crowdsourced but i'm hard-headed and i thought the p was a sounder uh like a a better beginning sound. Better sound, I don't know. Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Yes. Yes. A year later, and here we are. Still doing here it. Here we are. So, Still doing it. I'm digging it. Yeah. I'm and it. with vaccination on the horizon, maybe we'll start recording together again. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We've done, what, three or four, maybe, total right? yeah. in, in person. Yeah. Um if nothing else, this is a testament to those out there. You don't need to be in person to do a podcast if there's a pandemic going on, right? Mm-hmm. You can make it work, but it's not always easy. But we do make it but work. We make it work. And we work, it work it has. And work it has. And uh, man, what are we up to? We're almost up to 2,000 downloads. Yep, 1975 um, when we logged on. 1975, so we're coming up on 2,000. Mm-hmm. Super appreciative to everybody who's listened over the last year. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's something else. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought it. Yeah. Never would have thought um, it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we we get regular downloads pretty quickly when the yeah, episodes come out. So thanks, y'all, who are listening. Yeah. And the downloads seem to be a mix of the the latest one and some some previous ones. So I'm really digging that, too. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Really dig that. So what do we got coming up? We got anything cooking? Uh, we're finishing up our Divine Abodes workshop yeah, on so, Monday. Yep. We finished the... We finished the formal abodes in week yes. five. We're moving on to a little bit of a wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been super. That's been that's super. Been. Um, the the Brahma Vihara Divine Abodes Workshop. That's yeah. been very cool. It's been very cool. Uh, and then workshop wise, we're going to take a little bit of a pause and get our uh-huh. heads together. Uh, we're revising some materials for some stuff. And then... Yeah. It yeah. looks like over the summer we'll have some good things in store. I think we will. We've had we have had some conversations about this, right? We have. And I'm pretty excited about what we got coming up. Maybe a little of this, maybe a little of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, by if you know us in any way and what we've done in the past, 
you might be able to speculate on what some of these things might kind of be or look like or sort of be approached. But we always try to do new stuff, new cool stuff with different twists. So yeah. I think we'll I think we'll keep that going. I yeah. think we'll keep that going. Yeah, indeed. indeed. Expect no changes there. We, we, we try to do cool, creative stuff that is timely and useful and uh, of benefit to ourselves and the community that we uh, engage with. And uh, we appreciate all the support that um, that we get. Yeah, because a year later, connection and community yeah, are still yeah. pretty important to us. Yeah, um, and we're, I can speak for myself. I said we're, but I think I can only speak for myself. I'm happy to be in that role, right, to be a part of that community. Yeah, I think you could have been we. Okay, that. cool. Yeah, yeah, I, feminism. That's all right. Feminism. I don't want to speak for you. I know you don't. I feel like I ought not. You have a voice and it's a good one. So. Yeah. I think that that, well, that could be a whole separate episode is uh, what it looks like uh, when a partnership like ours moves to a we. Um, how does my my white male colleague handle the fact that we are a we and yet still advocate or uh, give me space to be the feminist badass that I am? Yeah, that must be hard for you. Yeah, I get by. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I get by. Uh, yeah, no, you do just fine. But I mean, it is it is like a thing. Like, when when are we a we? And when yeah, yeah, it? it is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. So yeah, I don't want to speak for Paul either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Ah, uh, cool. Indeed. Well, thanks, Paul. We did of a live course. thing. Yeah, we did a live thing, and I hope it hope it went well, and I hope people. I uh, hope people enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do it again here and there. I could see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. fun. Yeah. Awesome. So, <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, so just so people want to know how we usually uh, end this, since we so we press the button on the beginning of this so you can people can see how they begin, we can show how it ends. So we have these buttons over here. Yeah. I, I, I probably shouldn't because of the junk on the floor. But if you want to. Yeah. So we do it. So mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, my Sherry's hand's got already one on the, the other side. Yeah, she's got one on the other side. So we coordinate this button push. So we go like this when we close the podcast. Thanks, Sherry. It was great chatting. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Awesome. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, y'all. This podcast is produced by Sherry Spiegel, Paul Fitzgerald, and This Most Unbelievable Life. For more information, please check us out at www.thismostunbelievablelife.com. Paul and Sherry have a podcast. Paul and Sherry podcast, yes. Yes.